Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 12th podcast episode of the BSLI Pre-Fight Checklist. Today's episode is a little bit of a Halloween special, very spooky today. So today on our show, we have Aaron, Colin, Anna. Obviously, you heard them on the past previous episodes of BSLI Pre-Fight Checklist, but let's check in on everybody and see how everybody's doing. So we're going to start off with Aaron. Aaron, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Just got done with classes. Uh... We're one day closer to the weekend, but um, it was a fun time when my professor was really living vicariously through her students and low-key encouraging her kids to go out and party for Halloween. So uh, 2020, you know, that's an interesting thing. All right. That sounds like something very interesting going out and party on Halloween. Obviously, you know, try to, you know, keep the people to 10 and still try to have a good time, you know, socially distancing six feet apart. But you can still watch, you know, your scary movie, spooky movies in there. Colin, the how? Oh, sorry. What did you got? The only scary movie is going to be what Penn State's watching when we kick. Oh, my goodness. Fun. Yeah, he's right. It's- He's right. It's going to come down to a spectacular play. See what I'm doing there? Pun on words. Awesome. Spectacular. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but definitely for like Ohio State, it's always been one of those, you know, games around Halloween. And it's always been some freak, I guess, game where it's always close. And it's one of those heart wrenching games from start to finish. So I hope this game is one of those one and the same, but obviously something magical like the past three that I've seen. So, Colin, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing fine, you know, dandy, swell, you know, getting all the way through from start to finish. But, you know, glad things are going well for you. Thank you. You're welcome. And Anna, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Just got done with a meeting. And I am really excited for this weekend, actually. That's fantastic. Halloween stuff is happening. Fantastic. All right. You all know what today's episode is. It's the Halloween special. Obviously, we're not recording on Halloween because, you know, that would be a lot of editing and trying to get it out on the same day. So we bumped everything up early. But obviously, this is going to be released on Halloween. Make everything, you know, sort of keep in that chronological timeline. But the first question that I came up with for this lovely podcast episode, when you hear the word Halloween, what's the first word that comes into your mind? Aaron, what is the first word? Candy. Candy. Colin. Uh, Depp, like Johnny Depp, because he's in basically every Halloween movie. All right. Anna. Candy. Candy. All right. For me, I'm going to go with the word boo. (laughs) (laughs) As simple as it is. It's just one of those things. It's like when you think of it, it's just like boo or spooky or ghost. It was like probably like the first couple things i thought people were gonna say spooky scary skeleton you know just go off with that (laughs) yeah my bad but you know it's very it's you know candy is definitely a first one for many people i would say hey spooky scary skeletons used to be the theme for my old cross-country team we even put them on a t-shirt at one point oh my all righty well that's you know a quick warm-up to it so you know it leads us perfectly into the first question getting in the spirit of halloween but the, the second question that we have is, what was your favorite Halloween movie? So all the time in your life, what was one of your favorite Halloween moments? Or if you have multiple, share them. So Aaron, some favorite Halloween moments or memories. I'm trying to think. It's probably some of those night trick-or-treating. Actually, the one thing I can think of, quick story, 
it was me and my friend Ryan, and he made his own. He always made his own costume every year, and this year he decided to go as a Rubik's cube. And I can't remember. This was at least a decade ago. Going back, maybe a little less, but it was also a very cold and rainy night in uh, in late October in Western New York. So uh, we got wet, and his costume started falling apart because the the tiles were just pieces of uh, construction paper that he had glued onto it. And so for the ne- it was funny because the next day, uh, I was walking down my street, walking uh, my golden retriever, and just randomly throughout the neighborhood, you could just find tiles that showed where we were. And it was just really kind of funny. It's a little bit of blues clues in there, trying to find the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> or scooby dooby doo Colin, what about you? Any magical memories of Halloween? Well, um, my neighborhood, every every kid was about the same age as me. So everyone stopped trick-or-treating about the same time, which is like fifth, sixth grade. So at that point, it was like, well, you know, got to find something else to do on Halloween because, you know, there's no free candy. Um, And it was about the same time that I started getting into playing Assassin's Creed. And they're like yearly releases in in mid-October. So I started a tradition for myself of every Halloween. I just play Assassin's Creed, watch a scary movie at the end of the night, eat some candy along the way. Awesome. Anna, what about you? Mm, Well, I don't just have one. Go for it. Just like in general, in Halloween, like I don't think I did it last year, but usually when I was growing up, we would just dress up and then I think we would go around to get candy not usually in the neighborhood I don't think they did it there so we had to go somewhere else like a mall or to a really famous place around town and then they would have candy in the stores and stuff like that so that would be fun to go around with friends and do that but I also really like coming back home and just seeing the mountain of candy that we had and then seeing a scary movie before bed so that we couldn't sleep that was fun (laughs) yeah awesome I guess for me, I have many different Halloween memories that I can bring up. Obviously, some elementary schools did the Halloween parade where you see all the kids in their different costumes as they marched around either like a field that they had or I guess an open space. And um, I just remember one of the kids dressed up as like a king. So they had like people hold like the king's like cape and like walking around. So it was kind of fun and watching that. Obviously, it was like like I was like probably like a first grade or second grade and you see like a fourth grader with that who's like already tall. It's like, wow, this person is really, really cool. So there's that memory. Also during like Halloween night, the fire department will always come out give out candy as well in the fire truck. So that's always cool. Um, also other things that I have, more of the lines that, you know, when you get to the point where you, you know, stop trick-or-treating, you see all the little kids come through but you start to have a strategy where you end up giving out certain types of candy. So if you see your parents bought some of your favorite candy, you give out all the bad candy that was in that batch and you kept all the good stuff for yourself. So for me, I'd be keeping Kit Kats and making sure that, you know, I'm not giving away all my good Kit Kats out. Every once in a while, I may give one out. So I'm not having bias towards Kit Kats, but it was just like, I got to protect the good stuff. So after Halloween, I have a surplus of all the good Kit Kats and then whatever, you know, my younger sibling ended up bringing in and making sure I get some of those Kit Kats as well. Um, but those are like the main things that I ended up having. 
as on my Halloween memories list. Obviously, I had a friend who had owned a tractor, so sometimes he'd come up and down the street during Halloween night in his tractor. So that was pretty cool and something that I always remember. All right, let's. Any other memories that you guys have before we move on to our next one? Anna, what you got? I do. I just remember. So when I was back in, I think it was before. So first through sixth grade. In mm-hmm. my school, seniors or like the graduating from sixth grade, they usually planned a haunted house in one of the rooms in the school. So it was like a very long room. So you would enter from one side and then come out on the other. So it was like a good place to do that. And I just, it was really fun to see what, because they also had to participate. So they would have to dress up and scare people. And then in the, so there was like an entrance to the roof. So it's like a two story place. Mm-hmm. And so inside the haunted house, there would be like a, what, how, how would you call that? It's like a spiral staircase up. Mm-hmm. So if we were on the top second floor, we could look down and just peek into the haunted house if we That's wanted cool. to see what was happening. But that was a, that was cool at the school. I guess you sort of jog my memory and other things that I have and Halloween experience especially in elementary school we had an obstacle course race that was themed Halloween so there was like a spider that would crawl on the floor some cobwebs you could crawl underneath so it was like a fun experience and also back in elementary school we had a laser light show where they brought in somebody and just put Halloween theme music so that's how I first got ever acclimate to Ghostbusters Stand By Me and all those other great Halloween tradition songs that you end up hearing during this time of the year and also when you got older and I did sports and I did football, sometimes Halloween fell on a game night and we all joked about like saying we're already dressed up in our Halloween costumes because we're all football players and that's, you know, you can be a football player for Halloween. So that was a costume that, you know, appeared up every now and then when it was like a game night and that was the first joke that everyone cracked, obviously when it was Halloween when you had a game. Any other memories before we move on? I'll take that as a no. All righty. Let's move on. All right. Favorite candy. Aaron, what you got? Favorite candy. Oh, this one switches a lot, but Sour Patch Kids takes the cake. Those things are the the best of the best. Colin, what about you? Reese's. Reese's Reese's. cups, Reese's pieces, the like Reese's sticks, everything. Mm. Anna, what about? Reese's sticks? Yeah, they make Reese's sticks. They're like, it's like the size of a Snickers bar, but they come like like Twix, so there's like two in a package, but it's like it's just a Reese's cup shaped into a stick. Wow. The more you know. Anna, what about you? I've always liked Milky Way since I was little. And I don't get tired of it. I like other candy too, but this is like consistent ever since I was little. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. For me, obviously, I said the Kit Kat, but obviously, yeah. I there's many, so many different candies out there. So I'm going to have to roll with the Skittles, the original Halloween Skittles that you end up getting. So obviously, it, sometimes you don't get those every Halloween, but when you do get them, it's definitely worth it. Obviously, I made a top 10, I don't know, a top five Halloween candies list. And it's more of those generic ones where it's like Hershey's, Kit Kats, Reese's, Three Musketeers, Twix like the traditional stuff that you normally end up getting on Halloween. And I kind of always want to make a list of candies that I hated. So it'd be like Twizzlers and like Milk Duds or like on that list somewhere. 
But that's just me, Aaron. I, I see that you're looking very, you know, intrigued by my two ones that I hate. You know what, I, Trevor? I'll take your milk duds. Don't worry right. about it. I was, I was about to call you out. What's wrong with Twizzlers and milk duds? I, I just don't out. like I them. I don't like them either. calling out like junior mints. And I was like, we're, we're about to throw hands here, Trevor. Like, nah, fam. That ain't how this works. Nah, because like if you eat Twizzlers too fast, like, you know, you can feel sick from it. So that's yeah. why I just never liked it. Wait, that's why you don't like them? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. That's my main reason why I don't like Twizzlers. Obviously, black lic- licorice is on a different playing field. I'm not a fan of it. I hate the smell <laughs> of it. It's just awful. Huh. Actually, you know what? I do like Twizzlers. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. But I'll say my main reason for defending them and the reason I like, I really like Twizzlers has absolutely nothing to do with Halloween. And that's, yeah, it's a completely se- separate story there, but... One day I'll get that story out of you, Aaron. Don't you worry. I will find that oh, story. I'll play you on a, a during a build day one time while we're sanding, Trevor. Don't All right. All right. So now we move on to our Halloween costume that you wore. So your favorite Halloween costume that you ever worn. I see Aaron is thinking, but if any of the other two have ones that pop up in their mind, feel free. I should say shout it out if that comes to your mind. Um, I can't remember how old I was. I think I was in fifth grade. I was Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's pretty awesome because I have the same hair color as him. So I just got like a fake beard and stuff. Nice. Aaron, have your thought process come through? Are you still thinking? I'm still thinking. I don't recall many of them, but um, for what it's worth, the best one that I can recall ever seeing was one year my brother, my older brother, wanted to go as a fish. So my mother, for months ahead of time, made this really, really in-depth fish costume. Like, it wasn't, like, scaled to everything. But, like, it was pretty good. It was really, really good. And so that's the first thing that came to mind. And I went, nope, that that was Josh. Um, But there was... Actually, there was one year where both myself and my brother went as Barack Obama. That was an interesting year. What? Wow. We had, what? we had multiple Barack Obama masks in the house. I was going to so. say, you're, you're walking a risky road there, Aaron. <laughs> Anna, what about you? I think I just changed my mind. So I think one, one year I dressed up for a couple of years as Red Riding Hood. And I think I liked that one because... My mom and I made the cape from scratch, so that was fun. So that makes it more special than the other one. But Fair I think enough. that one's it, yeah. For me, it's pretty tough. I had, I think I have like at least at least three that I, I like. Obviously, I'll put no in particular order. One that I remember the most was one year I was like a military pilot. So I had like those 1960s like cop glasses mm-hmm. and like a jumpsuit. And I did that for Halloween. Um, another one was a clone trooper. So I had like the 501st, like, I guess, color theme. So that was my favorite one that I ended up ever wearing. And then obviously the ninja, You, I had like a ninja sword, had the mask. The mask was worse. It was like plastic, but it's like anytime like you changed it or like, try to put it on it would like start to crack and rip so it was like sharp and like being a kid it was like annoying because the mask was like the whole thing and made it cool and if you couldn't wear the mask it was like 
eh, it's like a whatever costume. So I did have a cool sword, but I broke the sword later on. So I don't have that sword with me, but it had, it was sound effects and it was really nice and amazing, but obviously it's no longer with us. And I had, I think I had like Ninja Stars too. So I was like a complete set that I ended up doing. Any other Halloween costumes that have, you know, piqued your interest or, you know, sparked your curiosity when you were wearing your costumes that you've designed or that you've worn personally? I have some, but I didn't wear them. Gotcha. Do you want to list them or no? Sure. All right. <laughs> is it okay if I do? Go for it. So there is, I don't know if you guys have seen Silent Hill, but that I saw someone, I went to a Comic-Con one time. I know it's on Halloween, but it's a costume. Um, and I think, so my friend did it. And it was about, it, it was from Pyramid Head. I think that's what they call him. But it was really cool because it's so big. The head is so big. And then she just carried around a large, like a saw, a super large one. I was like, that must be uncomfortable. But it looked really cool. And she also wore it for Halloween, so I guess it counts. But that one was really cool. And I don't know if you guys have seen Spirited Away, but there's a ghost there. The ghost with the gold stuff. So someone yeah. dressed like that. And it was so cool because it was so big. I don't know. They did such a cool job. And they had the gold hidden inside also, which was really cool. But yes, those costumes were awesome. <laughs> I guess, yeah, that's also part of like the of like the second part of this question was like, what other Halloween costumes that you've seen that were really cool and impressive? So Aaron and Colin, do you have any others to add to that list? Once again, not necessarily Halloween based. It's kind of, I remember this after uh, his Comic Con story. YouTube video from Adam Savage. I believe it was last year for one of the Cam- Comic Cons. He was with Chris Hadfield and he made two uh, pretty well authentic looking space suits. So that was a pretty uh, interesting. That was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like he had the whole thing. Uh, knowing it was going to be hot, he had built a whole cooling system into it. Uh, it, was, it was a really fascinating system and really fascinating costume, but that's definitely the one that's going to come to mind. Colin, um, what about you? It was funny enough, the same year I went as Obi-Wan, my best friend went as Frodo, and it was by far the most impressive costume I've ever seen, because he kind of looked like um, Elijah Wood in that movie. He had like mm-hmm. short brown curly hair, um, and he's pretty short. So, like, he just walked around school without shoes. And they were like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> it, and the, the costume was just so authentic. He even had the one ring. I was so, I was just impressed. I don't think I'll ever forget that costume. That was really good. I think for me personally, what I've seen, obviously, cos- cosplay is definitely up there in that list where all everyone dresses up as a comic book character or an anime that they really love. So those people are on a tier of their own. But out of those, I kind of like the people who dress up as the same character and they all do like a flash mob and all get together. So all the mm-hmm. Spider-Mans get together and do something amazing or do a great photo shoot. <sighs> I will also probably have to say the Iron Man costume where someone actually put in a lot of detail to make it feel like and look like an Iron Man suit. So kudos to those people. So those are like probably like my top favorite you know, Halloween costumes that I ever seen. Besides like those that people are trying to do video games and like a Master Chief and all that stuff. But those would probably be my favorite. Any other Halloween costumes? 
we should all get flash costumes, walk right behind each other, and look like one person going really fast. Oh, my oh God. Yeah. I just thought fun. about that, that when you said yeah, a bunch really of people cool. together. But, like, one, it, it's just like how they had the animations and yeah. the thing, it stretches out. If we get enough people to do it, the SLI wide, we just look like <laughs> one person going really fast. Wouldn't you want everyone to be roughly, like, the same height and then just, like... Shh. <laughs> don't need to worry about that right now. <laughs> You're taking too much of this. Isn't that my job? <laughs> All righty. Let's move on to the next section of our topic discussions. So, if you could write a space horror film, where would it be located and what would the plot be? See, there's so many good space horror films. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to steal from them. I feel like we could definitely have something in the realms, but it, the entire movie isn't necessarily taking place in space. But the entire movie, the entire pod movie is whatever, whatever is currently going through Elon Musk's mind at any given moment. That'd be a fun. I feel hobby. like that could make a pretty interesting plot. Yeah. As well as have some pretty uh, M Night Shyamalan level twists in there. <laughs> I don't know if it would be horror, though. It At the same be. time, I, I don't know what be. goes on in his mind every day. <laughs> you never know. I'd be like a thriller. Yeah. I agree with Colin on that. It's definitely. not a horror film. You never know. It's Just take that and you add horror elements into it. <laughs> I was thinking about it. What would be actually really cool mm-hmm. in Among Us movie? Ooh. Oh. Because, like, think about it. Like, that's actually, like, the perfect... Like it's a, it's all you know. It's just to find the imposter game. But think about what's going through their minds. That's a horror film for all those characters within the game. That's mm-hmm. terrifying. I think a great movie. I agree, actually. Be like, I didn't did someone vent? Someone vented. <laughs> I hear someone in the vents. <laughs> oh my god, someone in the vents. <laughs> Anna, what about you? Um, I guess like I've always thought that when space movies are based in like a spaceship so you're already in space it's kind of scary because you can't get out so you're like right there and you just either you die or you don't and there's no way out so i thought that that would be a good place even though it's very stereotypical yeah i i probably have to feel like either on the dark side of the moon i feel like that's always Mm. a great horror film in itself Also, any part of the galaxy where there's a trench and you're going down deep into that deep, dark abyss. So that's a perfect spot and you don't know what types of alien creatures are down there. So -hmm. those are always a fun. Also, a space station, a disaster where they're either doing a scientific experiment, it goes wrong, it mutates, and it's a bacteria killing monster. Or it just deorbits the International Space Station and you have... I guess, rampage through the earth itself. So that's mm-hmm. always an interesting one to see what ends up happening. But those are a little bit of my, you know, scenes or plots to a horror space film. Now, with this piggybacking off of this. Oh, Aaron, what you can got? I, can I interject to one thing? Go, go for it. I just it. had a great idea. Mm-hmm. Not abs- it's absolutely unrelated to everything we just talked about, except okay. for when Colin brought up the Among Us movie. In person Among Us at the CDMA. You know, we could actually probably pull that off. We could. Think about it. An Among Us lobby is maximum 10 people. Yes. 
We just have to figure out how to make sure everybody gets back to the middle when anything happens. But in yeah, person, like among- I guess it'd be more of a phone. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's in a group chat, and then someone someone text texts like emergency meeting or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then everyone meets back up the workshop or something. Like that. Yeah, that would be but awesome. That would be really. Cool. I guess the thing is, when you do the emergency meeting, you can't kill people. That's that's the trick. Well, yeah, part. you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Isn't that just like a rule that we have to follow? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Anna. Sorry. Oh, no. I mean, like, because Trevor said that we can't kill anyone at the emergency meeting, but that's just, like, a rule we have to set at the beginning, that you just have to not do that. Yeah. You know, one of the tasks has to be the incinerator. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> figure it out. Trevor, can we, can we please plan, can we please try to figure this out? Yeah, that would be really cool. All right, actually. I'll, 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 is like the perfect facility for this. It really is, because it's so big, mm. we don't have a map to map it out. So like, if we, if we, also. If we played at midnight, it'd be amazing. Mm. It would be. Yeah, we probably oh, could yeah. do something oh, we like can't that. Think about, we can make, we can make the tasks DSY theme too. Mm. Lay up a body tube. <laughs> oh, standing forever. <laughs> They're all structure steamed. It's all structure steamed. No other team matters. Well, no, every play. team matters, of course, but obviously structures is best team. End of story. Well, we could take advantage of what we need to do for the rocket. There's like, oh, you have to do this and this. And if you get killed, then you don't do it. Yeah, we rocket get behind. Standing, standing yes. <laughs> I'm like thinking about like the Among Us for it. It's like the CDME in itself, like the rooms we would have is obviously the main room, mm-hmm. the the computer the room, room. Mm. yeah. Um, also, the cert rocket room. The cert rocket room. Mm-hmm. I guess you could incinerator. say incinerator. We can put stuff in the hallways. The hallways, yeah. You could always put stuff in the hallways. Like for example, yeah. hand sanitize your hands. And like wait twenty seconds, like do the actual like bathroom. Well, bathrooms get a little, you know, (laughs) you know, you can't, you can't go (laughs) janitor's closet for sure. Uh, Worst comes to worst, there's those open double doors that are always unlocked. I would say the second floor is in play, but we probably shouldn't. I guess this the one that's technically in play is the, the basement. The there's CD- a basement? Yes, there's there's a basement oh. to the CD. There's always a basement. Yeah, the basement. <laughs> it's it's dark, so I wouldn't know. It wouldn't be probably the best place, but you could probably put tasks down there. But I think that's increasing the map too large. I think it should be mm-hmm. more typical workspaces. But we could have like a fi- at least like five, six rooms. No, plus, if I had with. a task in the basement, I just wouldn't do it. Uh, of course <laughs> I would do it. It's like your med bay. Every, everyone goes down and does it. Well, that's electrical. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's electrical. That's a morgue. And I guess it is possible because like I watched, I was like on YouTube watching Among Us and there was like a group called the Sidemen. They did a haunted house Among Us theme and it's possible mm-hmm. to do tasks and all that stuff. So it's easy to come up and do this. So I'm going to be looking at Joe. Joe, help me and make this happen. So, you know, this is going to be an amazing Among Us couple of rounds, probably like, you know, at least you probably could probably obviously do it on a Friday night and just go mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. No one will probably yeah. be up there and, you know, knock it out. And if you want to do a meeting beforehand or afterhand, you know, all more power to the team. But if it's just like a bunch of people want to get together and do rotating of the CDME with, you know, rounds of people, 
we could, but obviously that's probably not encouraged, but, you know, be one of those fun, interesting games that we could all play. It'd be almost like Manhunt to the degree. Yeah. 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 All righty. Yes. Any, any other Among Us theme-related events? Mm. I think I'm ready for the next question. All right. Okay. The, <laughs> the next question. All right. If you could design a space theme haunted house, describe what it would look like. I have a. Concept. Have you ever been to the carnival? Oh, sorry, yeah. Anna. Go no, ahead. you can go. Have you ever been to the carnival and there's like the tunnel that you walk down and the sides are spinning and you start to like yeah. lose your balance? Mm-hmm. It's just that, but a mile long. Oh <laughs> my God. Oh. So you got to walk the whole thing. And then that at is, random points, yeah. it gets really, really dark. And then all of a sudden it gets really, really bright. And there'll be like a point where it curves because you're curving around a body. It's just like you're, you're in an orbit. Oh. It'd be terrifying. It would be. <laughs> We'd have to be exit doors, like extremely regular intervals, but man. I would, I would do that. There's no exit when you enter. There's only one. <laughs> and that's the entrance. <laughs> I know no that well, you never get out. <laughs> Circle's infinite, my friend. You can't escape. <laughs> Unless you're on escape velocity or escape trajectory. But, you know, you're not in this orbit. Mm-hmm. Anna, what about you? I guess I have a concept that I've always thought it's kind of scary if, like, so if you like walk into a room and then it looks normal and it's fine and then you walk out that room and then it's the same room but then there's something different it's just kind of like chilling to like like oh you're used to this room and you keep seeing it but then there's always something different and kind of bizarre about it mm-hmm. and then i don't know i thought it would be cool to like you know there's some haunted houses that you ride inside a cart so you yeah. don't have to walk it so it'd be cool to have like a small spaceship that you were sitting in and then you would just start going into different places like planets, I guess, or mm-hmm. our planet it could be. And then just small things start to change until it gets weird at the end. Mm-hmm. Like a cool design. Yeah. Aaron, what about you? I'm thinking of it as a situation where like as they're kind of like pushing you through, obviously, like you have a, pa- a set path. Mm-hmm. You may end up maybe inside a cockpit and an emergency goes off and you got to find a way out of it or something like that. We've There have been plenty of tragedies that have either happened or have been thought of happening, whether that's mm-hmm. in real life or in movies that you could probably base a couple uh, uh, spooks off of. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It also like listening to your convert, like I guess ideas for this. I thought where you first enter, you're in like a mission control room, getting like mission briefed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And let's say you walk through the different doors, and on like as you know, like the long hallway before you reach the spacecraft, it would just have like weird pictures, like blood smearing, like on these pictures, and just like make it very, you know, worrisome that this yeah. mission is not like the other missions and like there's no documentation of this mission it's like a nasa secret covered up mission mm-hmm. that went horribly wrong and people w- would like you know walk on the spacecraft the spacecraft would launch as a typical normal launch would and let's say 
you reach out to orbit and you have the, like power randomly shuts off. You lose contact with mission control and lights are just flashing. And there's mm-hmm. just like a lot of like buttons and mayhem. And as you are in deep space, you're trying to solve those problems. It's almost like an escape room, but it's like still horror themed, mm-hmm. but you are able to restore the power but this obviously your wires your wiring somehow is all messed up and there's a creature on board that has just continued to sabotage this this mission and you end up docking to either a space base or a space station and somehow that monster is released within the space station in itself and you can tell based on how all the equipment looks torn up astronauts gloves floating around in orbit and just like making it feel spooky all the way from start to finish and obviously within that mission you have to retrieve something and bring it back to mission control and that's how you would complete the mission so it's just like a whole lot of suspense and horror from start to finish and Mm -hmm. you may have broken astronaut helmets floating around everything that you would think of space equipment but tattered or disfigured or warped to the highest degree and that would be the, my space theme horror haunted house. Wow. That's very developed. That's a very good idea. I have too much free time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I do these podcasts. <laughs> Anyone else would like to add to that or add to your own? I mean, I've just always said we, we should try and do a haunted house at the CDME. I don't think, I don't know how possible that is, but it's a good place. Like Among Us would be awesome. And then a haunted house would be awesome there too. Just well, we like a good need, setting. We wouldn't need sound effects because if you've ever we, been there, it, it does it for you. There's always stuff happening. There's always a random bang. <laughs> yeah. And random bang. <laughs> that bang's always scared me. Late at night by myself or early in the morning, hear that bang is like, who goes there? <laughs> mm-hmm. Put don't dead open inside. Oh, that one. <laughs> exactly. We already have stuff. Why I think we have caution locked? tape as well. Do we? <laughs> yeah, I think we have caution tape. Why do we have caution I don't, tape? I don't know why we have some of the stuff that we have in our workspace. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, you know, we're limited to 10 people total. We have nine people working the haunted house and one person walks through at a time. Through it. Yeah. Yes, that works. And it's, we're limited to 10 people in the CDME. I'm assuming maybe out we could have one uh, one a group. We could have people ready, socially distant outside, and then just have yeah. one person go through. Yeah, that would through, work. Through at a time. Mm. Yes. We would need the CDME's permission, obviously, but. Well, I don't know. It's a little. I mean, it's like two days until Halloween. This would be more of a next year thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, like like yep. spring semester Halloween. Yeah. yeah. But- Spring semester Halloween? Is that yes. a thing? Now it is. <laughs> We're going to do a March 31st. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spooky season two. Mm-hmm. The spooky right. boogaloo. Spooky boogaloo. <laughs> any, any other, you know, comments to that before we move on to the next topic? I'll take that as a no. All right. So still with the haunted house theme. So obviously growing up, we all had trick-or-treating experiences where you go up to a haunted I guess a house that has like extremely well decorated decorations but you were so scared to walk down it you just chose never to walk down that house so have you had any of those houses and what was that experience like for you oh 
in, in my neighborhood, there's like three streets, the first street, second street, third mm-hmm. street, and it just like goes back and back front on that very first street at the very end of it at the cul-de-sac, there was his house and the dude moved away when I was like seven or eight, but he had the best house. It was terrifying. I mean, the decorations were beyond over the top. I, I, I never once walked to his front door. I, I looked at it as a kid and just thought, not worth the candy. Nope. <laughs> Aaron, what about you? I've seen people go all out with the decorations, but it's never the decorations that would get me as a kid. There was a guy in our neighborhood who all, all year round, he had this like old beach chair that would sit out front of his house and it would have a, a, uh, essentially a scarecrow on it. So for Halloween, he would put very little things out and his porch would be dark, but the light would be on. And he'd replace the scarecrow with himself every year. And so it gets you the first time. So you're not expecting anything. Because there's nothing like visually that's going to scare you. But he's just lying there. Waiting. It was a good time. But once you figure it out, the problem is it only works once. Anna, what about you? I actually don't remember ever seeing a house like that. Okay. So that's sad, but I don't remember anything like that. I know for me as a child, like there was one house that obviously had a long driveway. So when you have a long driveway, mm-hmm. you can put so many decorations. Yeah. And as soon as night fell, like that house came to life. It felt like it was so many decorations that felt spooky and related. I couldn't walk down of it because I was just that scared and that horrified of all the sounds that were going on. And being like, you know, like a third grader, like it's all overwhelming. So many flashing lights and all that stuff. And like they even put like a giant spider on the roof of their house. Like they went all out for Halloween. And it's like, if I want this candy from this house, I have to go when the sun is up. And like when the sun is setting, it's like I can do it then. But when night falls, nope, I ain't going to that place. But like as I got older, it's like I could easily walk down without a problem. It was, was an issue, but I still not a fan of like haunted house theme places like if it's dark and it feels claustrophobic i just just not a fan because like i'm a person who's like i guess touch oriented and like sight oriented it's like if i can't see anything i'm like literally feeling everything to be like am i going in the right direction and so like when i went to like california to visit like the queen mary i didn't do the haunted house because i got so scared before i even like started the whole thing Cause it was just a dark hallway and there was no light. I'm like saying, I don't want to trip and fall and I can't get up and I don't know what to grab onto. Like, I kind of want to at least see something. If it was like a red flashing light, I've been fine. But since it was completely pitch black, I just couldn't do it. Nice. Any other comments on, on this lovely topic right here? Mm, I guess even though this is not an actual house, I guess the actual places that I've never wanted to go into is Horror Nights, <laughs> like in Universal. I guess they're super cool. Like, I did them anyways. But that's those are the kind of houses that I just can't. I just try to go as fast as I can through them. And maybe I don't look. <laughs> but, yeah. I always want to do, like, a haunted house with, like, musical headphones and, like, just, <laughs> just like, pretend that I'm deaf but like blast my music up to like 11 and just keep walking (laughs) and just see what happens. That would be cool to try. 
Because like you wouldn't hear any loud noises. Like it'd be like yeah. noise canceling headphones, and it's like put your spooky theme playlist and just walk through. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that also kind of be with the spooky playlist? I don't know, because like if it's songs that you like, like you'd be singing and dancing so. your way through, and so a person tries to do a j- jump scare, like you're dancing with them. So it's like, <laughs> all right, but yeah, at the same time, you you may still be freaked out about it. But I I don't know. It probably helps. I think. As I bring it on home to the last question, our last lovely topic for this spooky podcast episode is, is there a reason why you like Halloween to bring us to like a nice close? Is there a reason why you like Halloween? I would say my favorite part about Halloween is um, the weather. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know when when they originally chose to set the date for Halloween or what its purpose was, but man, the weather is perfect for it every year. Like every Halloween, it's usually a little cold, a little rainy. It gets dark early. It's like, it's like the most well-planned out holiday in, in history. You know? Yeah. It's I weird. Feel, I feel that. Aaron or Anna, what you got? Question for you, Colin, before anything else. Um, I just, I'm just curious. Have you ever had to, have to go out trick or treating in snow? Um, it snowed one time, but it didn't like stick. I, I'm not talking Ohio snow where that it maybe you get a quarter inch on the ground. Oh no, no, keep. No, keep I'm it. talking three, four, five inches. <laughs> hard, hard attack snow. Well, look, you're you're where you're from. Um, it's your your Halloween weather is September, right? That's basically it. It goes into it's, October, but you never know. Yeah, you're 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 working with Canadian weather, buddy. <laughs> I'm I'm working with That's Kentucky so weather. That's what I have. It doesn't. <laughs> so, sometimes it snows. One time it snowed in July. I'm not even making that up. It did snow in July one time, but it didn't stick because it was Ohio snow. But I've I've never had to trick or treat in the snow. That I can tell you snowing in july i didn't know this was a finney sofurb episode i didn't know we were doing this winter come on now <laughs> no that really happened one time um i was working as a summer camp counselor and i woke up one day and there was snow on top of my tent and i was like what it was like 30 something degrees out and i was like it's like july 17th what it was it was a weird day i bet it was mm-hmm. And I was a lifeguard, so I got hypothermia. It was awful. Oh, oh. That, that is sound brutal, like swimming in 30-degree weather. Mm, like it, got, it got better over the day, and it wasn't ever that cold again. But I really – it was a freak cold front, man. It's like – was it in the morning, like early morning? That was Yeah, thir- early, early morning it was freezing cold. Okay. I was about to say, if it was like 9 o'clock, 30 degrees, then – you must be in a different continent. <laughs> That's I that all would I would be saying. It wouldn't make any sense. Um, I guess Aaron and Anna, you still have to answer answer the question if you so choose so. I always like the costumes. I think it's, people get creative and it's always good to see what people come up with and obviously interests change, but it's definitely the best part about college Halloween. Yeah. Anna, what about you? Mm, so I'm going to agree with Colin. I've always really liked 
it just feels like a different place in Halloween. It's like something is happening. You just feel in the atmosphere. I don't know. It's weird, but I, I kind of like that <laughs> because it is Halloween. It just gets you into the vibe of Halloween. And it's something else that I've, has always made me like Halloween is the stories that people say or the kids. They're just kind of like imagining stuff and then they just start telling stories. Like I remember when I was in elementary again, <laughs> um, I think when we were just sitting on the floor studying with our notebooks and then I was on the second floor that time. So my classes were there and I was sitting with my friends and then I think we were discussing Halloween and what we were gonna do or tell And there was like a certain time in the day that they were saying that things happen. And then I think it was around that time when we were talking and then a red drop falls into my notebook. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> but I don't know, it's cool. I like the stories on the scary movies for Halloween. Mm -hmm. awesome i will have to add the reason why i like halloween is obviously it's probably like watching the halloween specials before you go out trick-or-treating and like your parents get like one of those like one day type of meals so like pizza or anything else and you eat it before you go trick-or-treating i believe it varies from place to place i think mine was like six to like like 10 o'clock or something like that so it was like a good time window you go out, knock out your trick-or-treating, come back. Other nights you could, you know, visit with your friends, you know, spend time with them as you were trick-or-treating. So you would time up when to meet up and do all that stuff. I love the Halloween specials that came on around that time. So it's like after you finished, you came home, you watched the Halloween specials. And like now I became older. It's like, oh, sometimes football falls on it. So like I watch Halloween football and enjoy that so like those are the reasons why I like Halloween obviously the leaves falling some of the leaves are still on some are not but it's like it's getting close to like Thanksgiving feeling that cold wintry vibe and you starting to transition to the next season that's what I like about Halloween it's that transition to the next season or starting to mm -hmm. but that will bring us to a close so any final thoughts questions comments concerns from anybody I guess I'll go around around the panel. So Aaron, what about you? Any final thoughts? You, what you just said brought it back to me. I don't know how I forgot this as far. It's the great pumpkin. Or yeah, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That's a classic <laughs> every year. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, what about you? I'm kind of, I'm wondering, I'm just, what scary movie do I want to watch this Halloween? And I'm, I'm, I'm. What show you should watch? Oh, what show? It's called Haunting of Blind Manor. Or, oh. yeah, it, it's really cool. It's like a very good story. But what, like, streaming platform is it on? It's on Netflix. <laughs> oh, good. Well, you never know. Yeah. Or, or Colin, you were saying you needed a time to watch the new Borat. It's not scary, but... Well, no, no. See, I'm going to watch the new Borat movie on, on Friday before Halloween. Halloween is is for football and scary movies. That's... It's settled. That, that's a great settle. Anna, what a <laughs> <laughs> Um, Just, I will recommend that show to everyone because I really, really liked it. And there's like a pre... So this is like they do different seasons so this is like another story and then the first one was the haunting of hill house it's just 
they go it's based on a house and then just something happens there and it's just a bunch of dumb scares but then it kind of turns sad at the end it's just very good storytelling and it's pretty scary so i recommend that to everyone mm-hmm. awesome well those are great you know final questions comments and thoughts for me um i want to say that you know i'm waiting for the among us even if we can't do it at the cdme i definitely hop on i guess past halloween night a little late after the ohio state game or early in the day to play some among us with the team so if anyone's interested in playing a game of among us hit hit me up and i'll definitely be in that slack and you know being kind of sus to make sure y'all don't vote me or vote me, oh then I'll make sure when I'm the imposter, come after you first. Oh wow! <laughs> it's it's a trade. It's a trade of events. You got to keep things perfectly balanced, as all things should be. No, Trevor. Yes. <laughs> it's you know, that's how I feel about you know Among Us, but obviously it's one going to be one of those great, great times with the team. So if you don't have any plans for Halloween and you're bored and you just want to spend time with the team, definitely, you know, reach out to people on Slack, find events to do, bond with the team, and, you know, you have a great experience. But that would be it for my final comments. So I'll bring us on to a lovely close. I want to thank our sponsors that support BSLI each and every week, every day of the year. Without you guys, BSLI wouldn't be possible and be able to construct the rockets that we do. I also want to thank the OSU staff who give us great advice and feedback to make sure our projects are successful and make sure that we are doing things safe. I also want to thank our alumni giving advice to our members and giving them great feedback from the alumni panel that happened, I believe, two weeks ago now. And it was great having you all there and just voicing your thoughts and experiences that you had on BSLIs and what getting out into the industry was like. We highly appreciate that. Also, I got to thank the Rocketeers. Without you guys, there is no organization. There is no BSLI. There is no Rockets. And you guys are the backbone of this organization. I want to thank you all so much that what you do and put into this. And I want you to stay safe this Halloween. Obviously, wear your mask, socially distance, and still have a good time and just be aware of what's going on and just making sure you're staying safe. And, you know, this is fantastic. We reached the 12th episode of the BSLI Preflight Checklist. It's been a pleasure doing this Halloween spooktacular with each and every one of our pants here today. And, you know, stay safe, wash your hands, wear your mask, and go Bucks. Happy Halloween. <laughs> and happy Halloween. <laughs>